0: The New Zealand Young Professionals Podcast. Hosted by Ed McKnight and brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand.
1: And welcome along to the New Zealand Young Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight, and today I am in the studio with Brent Westine. Brent is a communications professional, uh, and we are going to talk about TetraMap, which is a communications framework for how you can better communicate uh, with your colleagues, with your friends, with I- any of your personal relationships. So it's really exciting to um, put, a, put a framework around it. Uh, so I'll just get Brent to introduce himself.
0: Hi, so yes, Brent Weston. Uh, basically, i uh, been involved in human resources and human resources type activities for the last uh, 15 odd years or so. And uh, been using TetraMap for the last about four years uh,
1: or so. Fantastic, and so TetraMap, uh, as we mentioned, is a framework where it applies the the four elements of nature to four communication styles.
0: Yes, yeah. So we use uh, earth, air, water, and fire as a metaphor for you know, communication styles, but also sort of personality styles as well. And yeah, and they sort of, and you know, we'll go go through later about how they how they interact with each other and how so we interact. Within ourselves, but also obviously with uh, other people, which is the key. Yeah, and why is something like this useful? It's I suppose it's about understanding who you are and why you do the things that you do, um, but also understanding why other people do the things that they do. So it could be your your boss or your partner or other people that you're having contact with, whether it's for sales or for um, yeah any interaction Mm -hmm. at all.
1: Yeah, so Brent and I uh, are both involved in a mentorship program, and we went through this, um, this this framework as part of it. And then I found out that Brent was a, a sort of registered facilitator of it, uh, and thought, oh, we've got we've got to talk about it because now that I've been through the program, I just you know I'll be talking to people uh, in meetings, and they'll do things. I'll be like, oh, that is such a fire thing to say. That is such an earth thing to say. And then you kind of adapt uh, your behaviours to. To make sure that you're going to get the the right outcome, or better, be able to communicate with um w- with that person. Yes, definitely. So diving into into the framework, as we mentioned, that earth, air, water, and fire. Um, starting with earth, what what are some characteristics about earth? Or so what would you say about that?
0: So you generally find somebody high on earth, um, and they'll. Become pretty apparent pretty quick. Jenny, uh, quite I suppose firm. Um, so we say that people that are high on earth are firm. Uh, you might the characteristics would be quite decisive, quite bold in their decision making, uh, and they like to sort of work with work with facts. So they so Jenny, if you are communicating with them, then obviously you're going to want to you know, keep it short and bullet pointed um, and to the simple. So they they work off I suppose they work off less information as well, sort of thing. So, but. Know, keep things to bullet points and generally you're going to yeah they're the ones that are going to be telling you to get on with it and i you don't know pretty much just shut up and do your job sort of uh, yeah, conversation it's kind of
1: like um <laughs> you know i don't care about the process tell me the results yeah. what are the results yeah
0: so if you go to somebody who's high on earth and you start wiffle waffling about your day um when you're there to actually talk about hey look i need to Ten thousand dollars to do this project. They don't care about the wiffle waffle, they want to know why you actually want the ten thousand dollars and how they're going to get a return on investment. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. And uh, they're quite they're quite driven. They're quite direct.
1: Yeah. Um, you know. So, so sometimes if you feel like somebody's being quite blunt with you. Um that they, they might not be being rude it's just um it's just their, just their personality type, it's just their communication yeah, uh, style.
0: it is yeah, and it doesn't necessarily excuse that they can be rude to you, but um that's the thing they are that they, they aren't trying to do that that's just the way that they need information and they need it quickly, and that's how they process stuff mm. and you might be taken aback and go, hey. You didn't even ask how my mum was or how my day was going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, any Earths listening to this will be like, why do I want to know about that? All I yeah. want to know about is uh, the rest of the communication styles. But what is, like, how would you tell if somebody
0: is high in Earth? I suppose you can uh, look at a number of things. So Obviously, they're, they're, the way that they communicate, so the words that they use, mm-hmm. um, this, this, the way that they might get directly to the point, um, even, even, I suppose, there's things like handshakes, very, you know, firm handshakes, you know, quite direct. Um, uh, even the clothes that they wear, potentially, if it's, you know, quite power-suity, potentially. Okay. Um, and just going, yeah, wanting to make a presence in the room, generally, as well. Yeah. So, my, uh, I know that
1: my, um, my boss, I guess, is very high in earth. And he'll ask very direct yes or no questions. Did yeah. you da, da 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 da? Yeah. And then the, and we'll get, we'll get on to, to fire, which I am. Um, but I find that uh, sometimes like quite, quite direct, quite affronting almost, because I'm the personality type that I want you to ask about my mum or how my day was going or, you know, you know things like that, which kind of sounds silly when I'm talking about it now. Yeah. But um,
0: it, it just in the moment, that's, that's
1: what it tends to be.
0: Yeah, and there's no sort of, I don't know, sometimes they don't necessarily want explanations to stuff. It's just yes or no, have you finished it? And you're like, oh, yes, but I also have this. And they're like, we don't, they, don't, they don't care about that. They just want to know, yes, it's done, move on, they put that book on the shelf and uh, move on to the next thing.
1: Okay, awesome. And moving on to yeah, uh, so we've had Earth... Yeah, what are, what are, what are, what is this personality type? What do so, they do?
0: So air, you're looking at somebody, so we say that air, like the wind is clear, um, and so they're generally pretty clear thinking, uh, quite accurate, um, they work with logic, um, and generally pretty orderly, and that doesn't necessarily mean that everything um, is immaculately tidy, it just means that they have their own order. Um, worked with people that are high in air before, and their offices are absolute mess, but you ask them for a bit of paper that they filed away six months ago and they know that it's on the third pile of paper on the floor from mm-hmm. the from the door and they know exactly where it is. So they have they have an order, um, but generally they are sort of you know, pretty orderly, tidy sort of people. Mm, very um, analytical is, is yeah. what i also add to that. So you'd probably look at um, people, if you went into an accounting firm, you'd probably say that uh, 99% of people there um, may be quite high in here. Um, and it's because they, they enjoy the detail. They enjoy delving into the detail. They work with the detail first um, to, to find the bigger picture. Um, we have a couple of other elements. So, for example, fire. You might look at the bigger picture first and then then work into the detail. Um, but they quite like getting stuck into the detail, finding solutions to problems. Um, so try and, yeah, you can, you can really get them... Interested in stuff by finding, hey, look, I've got this problem. Can you go and find the solution, sort of thing, and they can, I know, beaver away and go and um, sort that
1: out. And I also think because you know, working from the tech side, uh, a lot. Of computer science students, I find are very high in ear because yeah. it's very logical. It's set here is the right answer. It's, no, it's not that. It's this. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, we, just before we started recording, we were talking about that ears are the type that you'll give a sixty-page presentation to, and they'll they'll focus on the spelling mistake rather than the yeah, big picture. And you yeah. think, why are you looking at the spelling mistake? Tell yeah. me about what you think about the big ideas.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and they can. So each each element has their their pointy part and uh, what what air can be they can be reasonably they can become out quite critical and it doesn't necessarily mean that they are being critical Uh, it just means that they are well it doesn't mean they're being critical it doesn't mean that they're being um, offensive to you they've just pointed out a mistake and in their mind they need it fixed Uh, so it's not necessarily about them pointing out the fact that you've done something wrong it's just that hey look it's not right and it needs to be fixed. Um, and it can be, yeah, quite affronting if you've done, I don't know, four days work on something and then somebody says, oh yeah, there's a spelling mistake on page 62. And you're like, yeah, but what about my, I don't know, 10,000 other words that are spelled correctly.
1: Yeah. Or the, (laughs) or the high level strategy Uh, or that, the overarching uh, goal of the
0: piece. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, um, they they will get that, but they also will find the things that are wrong and they go, actually, Mm. Hey, look, you need to make sure that this is right. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. It's to be- and
1: where I, th- I feel like ears and earths are quite similar is that they do focus on what the what the answer is. So I often find um, talk, you know, if I'm out at an event or whatever and I'm talking to an ear, it's almost like trying to get blood out of a stone sometimes because you are. How's your day going? Good. Okay, awesome. That's that, that's that's nice, right? Next question, you know, yeah. and it's kind of this interview kind of um, style of communication uh, that I I haven't forget it out yet. Be, being a fire, I want somebody to come back and you know have it, have a yarn and you know have more contributions to make, but that's not just that's just not how ears necessarily communicate.
0: Yeah, and they, and if you get them talking about something that they're excited in, um, so if you're talking to you, I know a lot of developers at work, and if you get them talking about what they do and what they really enjoy then they can talk about it but in great detail that goes so over my head that I uh, um, you know, struggle to understand what they're talking about so they, they can talk about stuff but they, they, they like to go into that detail of those conversations mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't feel you know, the, you know, the necessity to talk about oh, how's your, how your day going and that sort of thing
1: yeah sure um, and so we all, always think and you'll have to remind me what it is that um, earth and airs they're both quite what, what's their focus so, so
0: they're sort of left left brain um, so you're generally more analytical generally more um, yeah, obviously sort of from the earth side a bit more sort of results driven um, but yeah so, so they're generally sort of thinking about a bit more yeah a bit more numbers orientated a bit more uh yeah, focus on the analytical side. Yeah, bit more task, bit more bit more process driven. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think process driven is a good way to describe it. They they look this is the process and let's go and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are high on earth um, will forego the process if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people in people in here work people high in air work very well with, hey look this is, you know, they'd go, the process says go 1 to 10. They will always go process 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and get flustered if it changes. Yeah. And so if you so as, as a communication tool, if you're going to bring something new to somebody who's high in air, then you'd want to give them as much information as possible and as much time as possible for them to read it and digest that information before you go, hey, look, we're making these changes. Um Whereas some of the other elements you they'd probably be able to, um, especially someone high in fire, you might be able to, and we'll discuss this later, obviously, as well. But you might be able to bring something to the table, just you know, sit down with them at the table and say, Hey, look, we're going to make these changes. Somebody high in fire is going to go, Oh, cool, we get to do something new. Um, mm. somebody high in air is going to, if you do that to them, they'll freak out. Um, so you just need to take a step back and go, Okay. I know it might be a, a week long, week a week longer than you think it's going to take. But take that time and bring them on the journey and and give them that. I know, give them the problem and say, "Hey, look, this is my solution to the problem. Where do you see that? Um, I know, do you have any other ideas or mm, mm. what's your contribution to it? But give them that time to have those thoughts." Um, because they do think about it, um, but they need to think about it in their own time. Mm. And so moving on to, I guess, the more
1: right-brained uh, personality styles, that's water and fire. But starting with
0: water, how would you, how would you describe them? So, so generally we say that water water like a lake is calm. Um, so they, they generally are, the, I suppose, generally the glue in most, most teams or most, um, I don't know, it could be families and, and that sort of thing. Um, so generally they they like to make people feel good around them Uh, they like uh, they like to have those relationships they can be very very considerate people uh, generally very patient Um, doesn't mean that they won't um, I don't know you can push a push a water too far obviously Mm -hmm. Um, and again with this sort of they they work on feelings so they make sure that yeah that everyone else is feeling okay before they sometimes feel okay Mm -hmm. Um, and you won't get them to make a you, it, it, they won't really make a decision unless they feel like everybody else around them is also feeling okay. Because they're very relationship focused, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and very much. I know if you've got somebody in your office who likes to bake, for example, they're probably quite high in water. Um, maybe not baking, you uh, know, cupcakes with. Uh, I don't know, it sprinkles on, but if there's somebody who comes and you know brings everyone a banana cake once a week or that sort of thing, then it's probably they're probably quite high in water because they want to make people feel good and they want to do things. That make other people you know feel feel nice and I you know warm and cuddly.
1: That's a, that's a good point. And I think my my mother in law. Not that I'm married, but I always find it awkward when you're trying to explain you you, you know how do you how do you put you know, my girlfriend's mother. But so I just say mother in law. Um, very very high in water. Yeah. And um, I, I realized it after this program. I was like, that's why she's always cooking. That's why yeah. she's always being like Edward. Have you eaten today? <laughs> and things like that. I'm like, oh, so high in water.
0: And they want that back as well yeah yeah and that's i suppose that's a you bring up a good point about making sure that by understanding other people's elements is what is or what they're high in um it allows you to know what they what they need so um yeah and we can we'll probably discuss this later but i think in regards to somebody who's high in high in water if you go if you go into their i don't know so they've got an office and you go in there and you're just going bang 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 with the facts. And they're going, hey! Again, they're going to they're going to be up front and go. Actually, hey, look, have a seat. Let's talk about I don't know how was your weekend type stuff first, and then you can ask them the hard questions. But you don't go in there guns blazing because they're just going to get their get their back up and go. Actually, I don't. I know they they mm. generally can't answer, and
1: that's kind of the thing of um, pushing waters too
0: far. Yeah, yeah, and you find that if like if water is stressed or whatever, they can become a bit hesitant in their decision making, which is obviously going to make somebody who's high and high and earth, um, I know, furious when they if they're also in stress and being quite blunt and wanting to move forward with things. So it's mm-hmm. just. About taking a step back and looking, okay, what's happening in the situation? Why is this person yelling and this person not talking at all? Um, and going, what's uh, what's happening here? Yeah,
1: and so that that rolls quite nicely into into talking about fire yeah. and uh, their personality traits.
0: Yeah, so somebody high in fire, um, which both Ed and I are. are, are High and fire, surprise, surprise, yeah. <laughs> um, so they talk, uh, they say fire, fire like the sun is bright, and generally, you're going to notice somebody's high on fire, they're going to don't know, walk in the room and like sometimes like to be the center of attention. Um, not myself, obviously, but uh, there's uh, yeah, so they do. Um, they like they're enthusiastic. So, generally, if you're bringing a problem to somebody high on fire or something that's changed, they're going to think it's exciting that there's change, there's going to be mm. things that move, um, move forward. Um, spontaneous like they will do things Ed and I were talking earlier about I don't know sometimes you just feel like doing something and you go away and um, I don't, know, you don't even go away and think about it you just go and do it and then everyone goes why did you do that and you're like oh, I don't know just felt like it um, which, which uh, you know I, I,
1: I think I now think back and I'm like that's such a terrible answer but if somebody if I like if Brent told me oh what, you know I said to him why why'd you do this and he was like oh I, I just kind of did I was like well that's a, that's a fair enough response like that that makes sense but yeah. to every to you know to an earth or an air they were, they would say that makes no sense that is a terrible reason to do something yeah
0: and again like if you're we we always um, say that you can't use your your uh, highest elements as an excuse so I find that if you well, know somebody generally somebody of authority. Um, whether it's a policeman or your boss if they're asking you why you've done something you better find an answer <laughs> um, pretty quick because they don't necessarily like to say oh I just did it because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's,
1: very, that's, that's very true so I guess that you know that, that plays nicely into some of the drawbacks of you know yes we get very excited we're very optimistic you know incredibly yeah. optimistic we love entertaining people uh, and being part of social groups but we can be a bit flighty
0: at times yeah, very easily distracted so you can go like, again, Ed and I were talking before about how, um, I don't know, if somebody asked me, hey, look, do you want to go for a coffee or do you want to go, hey, look, let's go for a beer? My initial reaction is always yes. Um, even though, I don't know, you've got work to do or you've got, I know, the lawns to do at home or that sort of stuff. I say, like, oh, yeah, that sounds like much more fun than actually, uh, I don't know, doing the stuff that you probably should do. Um, so it can be quite easily distracted, but also likes really thrives off. Um, being social, and you sort of you you almost need that to to feel good and to carry on. As somebody who's high in air might need to be I don't know, left alone and, and read a book for a while to re-energize as well.
1: Mm. And it, it's not that any any of these personality types of communication styles are, are better than the other, maybe more useful in certain situations. But yeah. um, it's it's just how people are, and we're all. Combinations, and we have all four of these are part of us, and we will exhibit them at times. Uh, it just depends. Well, which ones are the most dominant? And usually, there are there are one or two that are the most dominant, yeah. um, and you and you play off those. Uh, for for example, both Brent and I are quite uh, high in first of all fire, and then earth. Uh, and actually, we have talking before as well that that almost um, they come up against each other sometimes because uh, you know the the fire part of me uh, will, will say yes, I want to go for coffee. Yeah, I'll do that. That'll be that'll be fine, and um, I'll just do do this work later. And then the earth part of me, two hours later, says, "Oh, that was a terrible, terrible idea." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you do, and you get that sort of. Um, so, if um, you look in the sort of further you'll see that we've. Um, we've got a Tetra map and it uh, shows uh, earth, air, water, fire in sort of a linear fashion and then they can then fold up into a tetrahedron. But when it's in the map, you can sort of see that um, you know, earth is on one side and, and fire is on the other. And we're, Ed was talking about the combinations and what that – what those specific combinations look at is that um, generally they're external focused so you've got um, earth and fire that are are external focused and so generally if you're looking at people who are talking about world events or things that are going to have a a macro impact on things, um, generally they might be either one of those elements or a combination of the two Um, so they're they're looking outside as opposed to say if you're air and water then you're going to be quite I suppose looking insular a lot more. We're um, looking internally, looking at the internal processes and that sort of thing. When somebody first mentioned
1: that to me, that kind of framework of that—if you're uh, earthy fire, then you're more externally focused—and the opposite if you're more water air—and uh, that that just spoke um, so clearly to me. I'd never heard it so uh, articulated so clearly about what my my. I suppose, strongest viewers. Um, And uh, one of my previous managers was definitely the direct opposite of me. So he was a uh, water air, whereas I'm earth fire. So I'm very externally focused. He's very internally focused. And so often I think, gosh, you know, you know, why are you, why are you worrying about the team? We, we can't be worried about the internal team. We need to be worried about the customers. We need to be worried about what's happening in our industry. We need to worry about what's happening in the market and the world. Because if we don't worry about that, then there won't be any customers. And then if there's no customers, there's no internal team. And then, you know, his sort of view was well, we've got to look after the internal team so that they can look after the customers so that we can go out and compete uh, in, the, in this world. Often, you know, trying to find the same outcome. But looking at it from completely different perspectives, and had I uh, known about TetraMap or been aware of um, our different communication styles, perhaps I would have gone about trying to implement projects in a in a different way.
0: Yeah, and I think the, the whole the, one of the key things is in the first um, one of the first courses that we do in TetraMap is um, why are you like that, and it's about looking about who who you are, and then how obviously um, other people react to that. So if if you know that somebody is, um, I don't know, combination of two elements, and you can sort of go and say, you already know kind of where they're going to be coming from, and then you're going to say, okay, well, this is my perspective, this is your perspective. Let's, and we're coming from two different angles, and even by knowing that you're coming from two different angles um, from the onset, you can generally come to a conclusion a lot quicker.
1: Mm. And I suppose if you if you acknowledging from the start hey we're looking at this from two different angles you can start to empathize with the other other person's view and kind of acknowledge that and accept that it's valid
0: yeah and it's like if you have a team um and you've got 10 people in the team you need all elements in that team to actually create a um, I don't know, to, to get a, a balanced outcome mm-hmm. um, so you need somebody who's I don't know. High in earth, that's going to be you know driven and say these are the goals and we need to reach them. Um, you need somebody who's high in air to go. Okay, look, this is the processes that we're going to follow. You need somebody to I you know that's high in water to say, hey, look, I um, you know to make sure that everyone's feeling okay and that everyone's I um, you know on track and that and you need someone high in fire to say, hey, look. We've had a really hard week. Let's go for um, let's go for a beer, um, and, and keep
1: the optimism and things like yeah. that, and
0: keep keep the energy in the team. And and definitely sort of go. Hey, look, when the chips are down, generally seeing the lighter side of things. King mm. um, come unstuck when there's a I don't know a fire, and you're like ha ha, uh, <laughs> but you sort of and don't necessarily understand the um, or don't you, know, you might understand the consequences, but you go okay. Hey, look, we'll just move on from that. Um, where obviously everyone else is going I don't know, freaking out, sort of thing. So okay. But, Definitely fire sees a lighter side of things and can move, generally move forward pretty quick on those things.
1: So, if uh, earth airs uh, are quite sort of task orientated and water fires are quite relationship focused, and then we have earth fires, this is, oh gosh, this is getting almost quite, quite heady, but um, earth fires are quite external focused and water airs are quite internal focused. If somebody's like an air fire, or an earth water. What does that kind of mean?
0: Yeah, so so again with the, um, the tetramet, if you see it, uh, there's four triangles and the uh, air fire. For example, we say that they're quite conceptual and it, and it's shown visually in the in the tetramet by there being a lot of air space. So generally they they like to think about things, fires thinking about possibilities and, and that sort of thing. And see people that are I know high in logic are sort of sorry high in air are thinking about. Um, I know how to do things logically and uh, a bit more process driven in that in, in their thinking. Um, and so, generally, if you have got somebody who's high in I don't know high in air um, and high in fire, they really they will think through problems and, and, and can think through them quite deeply. So you might give them the hey look, we've got this problem, get them to go away and think about it. And if they're high in fire and high in air. Hopefully, you get somebody who's got somebody's who's, know, thinking a little bit outside the box, but then it can also think the, think the process through as well. Um, think about the possibilities. Oh, look, we could do this, and wouldn't this be amazing? Um, but then also back it up by, hey, look, here's the, hey, this is how we're actually going to get there. Um, Where somebody just that's really high and fire might think of the possibilities, and hey, look, I'd like a, I know. I'd like to walk on the moon tomorrow, and that might be. Hey, that's all very well, but somebody high in here would go, "Hey, look, I want to walk walk on the moon tomorrow." And this is the process that we need to we need to do to sort of get there as well.
1: Okay, and if somebody is high
0: Earth Water, yeah. So high high Earth Water, they generally looking at. Um, I suppose they're quite grounded, um, so the majority of their in the picture is quite um, is on the ground. Um, so generally, like to get stuck in and do stuff. If they're, um, uh, yeah, high on earth, obviously, it's about getting stuff done. And obviously, people that are high on water also get stuff done and help, you know, helping those relationships along and well. take,
1: Yeah, and, and are taking people on the journey with them.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: yes. And... Uh, I think now that you've uh, we've sort of gone through the f- the four um, personality types, some of their traits, some of their um, their their pros and the things that they need a they need to work on. You know, I've just found, uh, been thinking so often about my relationships. And I know that my my mum, for example, is hugely watery. Yeah. Like like the old like my actual mum here, not not my mother-in-law Aileen, <laughs> but um, you know my actual mum Ali, is just so. So, so much water so much relationship focused and then or, I don't know for whatever reason it often draws out my um, my like earth and so I'll, I'll come back and be like they're direct and things and maybe this is just like a, a sons and mums thing but like
0: <laughs> it's um, I suppose we at got a yin and yang situation where you almost need balance in the room um, and so I find with myself that my, my first element is obviously fire and then earth if I'm in a room that has uh, people that are high, high Earth, I can quite easily sort of take a step back. I always have my say, but take a step back. But if if there's nobody who's high on Earth in the room, then I, I find that naturally I want to take charge and direct where the conversations going or where the room's going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you do behave differently. Depending on who's around and what the situation is, and also what your relationship with that uh, person is as well, okay. um, all comes into it.
1: And I'm sure that you know people listening to this will have an idea naturally about what they they tend to be or what they are leaning towards. But if they if they need a bit of help there, like how do you figure it out?
0: Yeah, so there's um, uh, there's a couple of things. One, uh, there's an online tool um, which will have. Uh, access to at the end of this where you can um, go yeah, online yeah we'll link that and, up
1: into the show notes
0: yeah um, we're sort of for a limited time we have able to sort of do it and you, know, you can either do it on your phone or whatever and work out um, who you are um, or obviously you can get in touch with uh, TetraMap and myself and we can uh, go through um, and whether it's a, you know, a training program for Jenny. you'd sort of want I you don't know at least sort of two hours or so, but you could, okay. could do, um, I don't know, it can go from there to sort of a full day course or two day course, depending on what you want to get out of it. Yeah, so there's, there's many ways in which you can find out, but it's, yeah, it's obviously quite beneficial, especially if you're you know, communicating with people.
1: Yeah, well, which is everybody, even, you know, I, I walked away from, from the program we did and I started thinking about my partner. And thinking, so so what so what is she and how does that work? And when she says this, what does it what does it mean you know, what what does she really um, meaning behind that, you know. She always says, "Oh, Ed, you're so hopeless," and I'm like, "Oh, that's probably that." <laughs> yeah, you're giving yeah. me this look. You're like, "Oh my gosh." Well, it's been 18 months, so it's like, it's kind of okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's gotten kind of used to the hopelessness, um, and I'm like, "Okay, well, what 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 personality type would say that?" Uh, and it's probably her airy earth side coming out. You know, when I forgot to feed the cat, or <laughs> you know, uh, oh, a classic one for me is I always forget my registration, like my car registration, and yeah. it'll get to the day before or two days after and I'll be trying to avoid the uh, parking wardens <laughs> which is close or oh, my warrant and it's like oh gosh yeah I'll get onto that later Yeah, um, and she's like oh you're so
0: hopeless um, yeah. with and- someone who's high in has you know they've got the fact that their warrant expires in a diary a month before it actually expires and they go and do it you know at the earliest possible time when they do it or they've you know or they pay their rates all in one go sort of thing so it's done and things like that where Everyone else sort of forgets about it and go, oh you better pay them, but um, you sort of yeah it's one of those, especially in personal relationships and, and that sort of works those opposites when they say opposites attract. Um, generally that can happen because you do sort of I don't know you can work, you work as a team and you you get stuff done and obviously you've got one potentially to keep things a bit lighter sometimes otherwise uh, okay you'd always be you'd come home and talk about your budget every evening which wouldn't be that much fun
1: so so is that does that actually happen in relationships so if i'm a, if i'm a fire earth should i be looking for a water air is that something I need to put on, uh, you know, or should, that people should put on their Tinder profiles, or so, like maybe there's an app in that you take it?
0: You yeah, the yeah. And I think there's people. A, there's an opportunity here for TetraMap. Um, I, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily. I don't know I, I'm not going to give relationship advice, but I think if you do find yourself in a relationship with uh, people that are opposite elements, or not opposite elements, but but different elements, um, then obviously there's a you know you can benefit from that. Um it's like when you, you know, if you say you had a team and you're all fire, you'd all go, oh, yeah, let's go party all the time or let's go for coffee and let's all celebrate stuff. But you need somebody to say, let's actually get something done. So imagine if you had two people quite high on fire in a relationship that you'd have an absolute blast most of the time. Um, but, yeah, you, you sort of sometimes need to have a bit of reality and uh, make sure your saving plans up and running as well. You know, I almost wonder whether whether there's something in this. I don't know. Yeah, TetraMap should
1: should should look into that. I think that'd be (laughs) it'd be interesting to see how it all turned
0: out. Yeah, and I think I think it's. um, I don't. I wouldn't go looking for a specific uh, element, but I think if you do, when you find yourself in a relationship, if you do understand each other better, then obviously that's going to strengthen the relationship as Mm. well.
1: But even actually, now that I think about it, I'm kind of thinking on the fly now. and sometimes i tend to overshare on this podcast but i i'm a fire so i'm allowed to do that when i was talking about that when my mum's like really watery it draws out the earthy side of me um I i was saying to to my partner um that she was more like earthy earthy eerie and she said what are you talking about i've got lots of fire in me and i was like oh I, I, you know, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm not seeing it, and she's like, well, maybe I'm not showing it, showing that part to you.
0: Definitely, uh, definitely getting deep here. Yet, yeah, getting it's it's deep. Well, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting red. this is the watery side. It never comes out. Yeah, but it's yeah. I think people do behave. You know, everyone behaves differently to the situation, or they they behave um, in a way that they feel comfortable with the situation. So, if there's somebody being super high on fire, then can potentially work both ways one you want to join them in join with them or you just think okay there's enough fire in the room and obviously this stuff's generally done sort of unconsciously as well mm. So,
1: well we'll see we'll see if that little yarn makes it into the final cut of the podcast I'm, I'll, I'll have to uh, run it past <laughs> yeah <laughs> good luck good luck with that well the thing is I, I could my, my natural tendency would just be to keep it in but then uh, of course that's the fire thing and then she'll be like well why did you keep it in oh well you know it just seemed like a good idea yeah <laughs> so embarrassing no <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, do you have any personal stories about how, or I know you work in HR, you know, how you've used this in the past, or how um, listeners could, could use this?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, so obviously, uh, I, I assume that generally the um, people listening to this um, either have a boss, or, um, or everyone's got a boss of some description. And I find it, um, especially in a, in a previous role where uh, my boss was very, very high on earth, and I'd naturally want to go you know, talk to him and say, oh, how's your day going? And and he just literally would roll his eyes at me. Um, and so I just learned to go into his office and say, hey, um, I want you know this, this, and this, or can you do this, this, and this? And he'd either say yes, yes, no, or yes, um, yes, yes, or no, no, no. But he'd give a pretty straight answer. And so I, I literally learned to, hey, look, I want to see how his week was, but he doesn't care Um well, it doesn't, not that he doesn't care. It just, it's work, so that's what his, he was focused on, um, and so you just sort of learn learn about that. And again, for people that have uh, have staff, it's understanding that you are going to get you know you're, no, you're going to get more out of your staff, and they're going to feel comfortable and more motivated if you understand where they're coming from. So, if they are high in water or high in fire, they might want to talk about their weekend for the first ten minutes. Um, but by doing that, they actually get that I you know they they feel for want of a better word they feel a bit of love um, and then they can go on and, and then they'll go away and do their jobs um, and so it's understanding that um, understanding how you're going to if you're having meetings um, if there's somebody how do you um, when I give an agenda to a meeting do you email that out five minutes before the meeting and say oh, I see you there um, because you're not going to get any uh, any decent response from people who are high in air or high in water who need to go away and um, I don't know read it think about it um, you know, ruminate over it and go. Okay, this is what um, this. This is our opinion. Because um, what you'll find if you have a snap thing like that, you get the earths and uh, fires talking amongst each other, um, but generally uninformed. Uh, you know uninformed content sort of thing So, it's it's how you bring information to people that uh, can make a difference. That, def- that definitely
1: makes sense. And even if I think about the meetings that. That I've sat in, you know, and I will send stuff out five minutes before and be like, oh, I want to discuss this, you know, yeah. you know let's, talk, let's talk about this. Um, and, and you do get people coming back, you know, and, and not unsurprisingly, you know, who will say, oh, I need time to think about this. And you just, well, just give me, just give me your opinion now. Just tell me, what are, you th- what are your first thoughts? But, you know, they want to be more, you know, people who are higher in air and water, they want to think about it. You know, they want to be able to give a considered response. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and that's and they won't give a response that they don't think is right, um, and so they will. They they need to go away and research it or think about it and and go through it. Um, you know how it fits in with the current policies and that sort of thing.
1: Mm. So it'll be really interesting for anybody uh, listening to this. If um you know you walk you walk into work tomorrow and either a start identifying what other people are and identify what you what you're doing uh, and. Uh, can take any kind of take- takeaways from this so if you um, if you do notice anything if you're able to implement some of it you know send us your thoughts uh, we are the New Zealand Young Professionals podcast uh, or just email me directly at ed at com. now if people are looking to track you down uh, off- offline online then Brent uh, how yeah. can people contact you or TetraMap
0: yeah I suppose um, well the easiest way to contact me is just on LinkedIn uh, so Brent Westone and when you're on your LinkedIn profile, um, and with TetraMap, so there's uh, the TetraMap.com, and there's a contact there, um, and yeah, they're they're pretty contactable. They're based in Auckland, um, and so TetraMap is a it's it's a New Zealand system, so it's um, all sort of homegrown and uh, yeah, based on uh, based in New Zealand. So if you've a Tina TetraMap course, you'll uh, see a lot of the visualization stuff that you'll actually. And I realize, oh, that looks like Pher or, or uh, that sort of thing. Oh, so, really? I not I yeah. didn't
1: even notice that. Oh, the one thing that we were meant to talk about, uh, or that I wanted to bring up as well, is um, how Tetramap fits in with some of the other personality or communications tools out there.
0: Yeah, so it effectively so if you um, have done DISC or Myers Briggs or um, or any of them, really, um, you got to notice that there's there's generally four main I suppose personality types, um, and the the difference that uh, Tetramet brings them is that we don't necessarily say that they're different. They're just, they just there are four um, four elements in, in each of us. So as um, as it was talking like for myself, I'm high on fire, high on earth. Um, then water, and then air is somewhere down the bottom. Um, but we all, we all have each of those elements in us where um, what differentiates us from, what's going sort of TetraMap from the likes of Disc and Myers Briggs is that, uh, um, yeah, they, they generally talk about opposites and that sort of thing. But yeah, it, 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 effectively, the four main personality styles um, ring true with all, with all of them. Um, so quite easily to, if you've done Disc, you'll um, be able to understand TetraMap pretty easy. Yeah, or even uh, the, the
1: other one that I've done before, the driver, uh, analytical, ex- exp- expressives and uh, amiables, you know, those, those quite yeah. nicely fit, fit over um, yeah. the, the four elements. But it yeah. just comes down to what you can remember um, and what's, what's of use. I quite like, because um, I'm quite kinesthetic, I quite like uh, the, the metaphor of nature. You yes, know, and yeah. I kind of think, oh, that you know, that's very, that's very earthy. That's very, that's very eerie. Um, so this has been really interesting. And uh, just to wrap up, is there anything else you'd you'd like to mention about TetraMap or how to use it?
0: No, I suppose it's uh, it's things that stuff that you can use day to day. So with with any relationship, um, obviously your your personal relationships, your your work relationships. Uh, Sales people can, can use it to understand, you know, how do their clients want to receive information, um, how to, you know, deal with people when they're under stress, uh, yeah, that sort of thing. You can find um, a, a plethora of reasons to, to use it um, and obviously to help you in, in, in your career and also your businesses
1: awesome so if you're interested in checking out more about tetramap give it a quick google search out brent on linkedin you've been listening to the new zealand young professionals podcast check us out on uh, facebook we are nz young professionals podcast or also our website www.nzyp.co.nz uh, flick me an email if you wanting to get in touch my email is ed at edmcnight.com. until next time Music. The New Zealand Young Professionals Podcast. Brought to you by Podcasts New Zealand.